You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dan Feldman here. Welcome to Locked On Pistons. Locked On Pistons can be found on Audio Boom, or you can subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pistons is brought to you by BetDSI.com. The Pistons beat the fourth place team in the East last night. They'll have a chance to beat the fourth team in the East, fourth place team in the East again tonight. The Pistons beat the Bulls yesterday. Chicago fell from fourth. The the middle pack of the East is very tight. And now the Hornets are up to fourth, and the Pistons are playing Charlotte tonight. It'll be a a tougher game than last time against the Hornets. The Hornets are going to have Marvin Williams back, and they also won't be in their fourth game on five nights. That's how the Pistons beat the Hornets last week. They really demolished Charlotte, and a big part of that was Marvin Williams being out. The Pistons really exploited that matchup at, at power forward. Tobias Harris taking it to Frank Kaminsky. It was a huge mismatch, and and so was the fact that the schedule makers made it hard on the Hornets. Uh, but that just made it even easier. The Pistons found something, exploited it. They won't have that available tonight. Marvin Williams is a very good defender. Also, once upon a time, a combo forward, probably even more of a small forward when he entered the league. So he's comfortable playing against somebody like Tobias Harris. The Pistons will have to find something else against the Hornets tonight. But this is just an interesting stretch of the schedule because before the season, I predicted that the Pistons would finish fourth in the East behind the Cavs, Celtics, and Raptors. Those are the top three teams now after some injury struggles early. The Celtics are back up there. The Cavs are definitely the class of the East. And the Raptors so far have looked like a strong second. So that fourth spot is what I think is going to be open, what's up for grabs, sort of how we saw it before the year. I was very optimistic about the Pistons because of their chemistry, because of their cohesion together, and because of their depth, that they, 1 through 10, could could put somebody on the floor who is a capable starter at every position, a capable backup at every position. Well, that went away for a little while when Reggie Jackson got hurt. There was some concern there. Ish Smith was over his head for the most part as a starter, definitely had his ups, had a good run. Uh, at times, especially at the finish with Reggie Jackson out, and he's carried that momentum in to being a, a good backup. Bano Udre was a fine backup, uh, but we don't have that dependable starting point guard. It can lead to some problems. So now we are finally getting to evaluate the Pistons as we thought they could be. This is the healthy version of the team. So far, looks pretty good. There was a loss to the Magic uh, with Reggie Jackson's first game back, but beating the Bulls last night is a good step. However, Before we get more into that game, it is worth acknowledging that the Bulls were in their fourth game in five nights. The Pistons have an NBA-high three opponents in their fourth game in five nights. Uh, Just got wins in two of those games against some good Eastern Conference teams, teams in the Pistons class. So that's not going to be the case every night. And maybe that had something to do with how the Bulls play. They got behind big early, and I thought, okay, well, this is the four and five effect they're going to throw in the towel, get ready for their next game. They, they knew this was a schedule loss, but no, they fought back. They were down mid-double digits, uh, 17, I think, somewhere in the mid-teens, and then they battled back. And so you got to give credit to Chicago for that. The Pistons did hold them off, and I do want to talk about how, how the Pistons did that, what it means for them playing the Hornets. But first, I want to talk to you about BetDSI.com. Do you love basketball? Are you ready to get into the action? 
check out BetDSI.com. BetDSI.com has been in business over 20 years. It's it's a top-rated business. It's safe. BetDSI.com has a great basketball special. Sign up today and get $10 to try their service. BetDSI is also also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. The site has great customer service and fast and easy payments of winnings. Hundreds of football and basketball wagers are available to choose from, also UFC and anything else in between. BetDSI even has live in-game wagering on all football, basketball, and other major sporting events. You can play virtually everything at BetDSI.com. Go to BetDSI.com now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there now and use the promotion code PISTONS10 to get your free wager and start winning today. Odds on the Pistons tonight, eh, not as good as last time they were in Charlotte. Because like I said, Marvin Williams is coming back. That's going to make it a little tougher. Uh, But the Pistons seem to steadily be finding something. What they did against the Bulls uh, was encouraging because they leaned on their bench. The Pistons starters were good enough, or at least almost good enough. They weren't as good as they were against the Magic when the bench really let the team down. was really the difference in the Pistons losing. Tonight, the starters were solid. They were fine. Uh, not perfect within striking distance. And then the bench came in and just carried the team to the vic- to victory, especially late. Got to give a lot of credit to Darian Hilliard. Uh, he took a lot of criticism, including for myself, for his performance against the Magic. He didn't single-handedly lose the game, uh, but the, the production from that backup shooting guard spot was just so lackluster. That was the difference. Maybe the starters could have done more to give more of a cushion. Maybe the other bench players could have done more to give more of a cushion. Uh, but that is the spot that was the big breakdown. And then against the Bulls, Hilliard had a real nice game. Uh, he was plus 17 in his 17 minutes. And while that's not completely all him, it was reflective of, of him just having a nice game, defending hard uh, with, a, with a challenge against Dwayne Wade, and then making a big three-pointer late to help the Pistons pull away. Ish Smith came in. Yeah, his shot wasn't falling, uh, but he had 10 assists and no turnovers, and he's really just found a way to to push the pace. That was the problem with with Ish earlier in the year. He wasn't playing up to full speed. Uh, I don't think there were any health issues, but it can be tough when you're playing with new teammates and you want to run, 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 and that's Ish's game. He's gotten much better at pushing the pace, probing the defense, and then seeing what comes of it and making something positive happen. Uh, interestingly, among the bench players, Stanley Johnson got a few minutes of run. I uh, was pretty bad in them. He he missed his only shot. He had a couple turnovers, a couple fouls. Just wasn't working on both ends. And Stan Van Gundy said that he's going to rely on Darren Hilliard for that rotation spot for the next few games at least. So good for Darren Hilliard uh, locking up a little bit of security. There's not much because there's not se- much separation between these two players. If anybody was close to getting separation in this three-person race for minutes for that ninth or maybe tenth, if two of them cracked through rotation spot, it was Reggie Bullock, and then he got hurt. So now it's Darren Hilliard's job to lose. Stanley Johnson's trying to overcome it. Uh, This was not the game that's going to get him there. Andre Drummond, again, very good, 15 points, 10 rebounds, three blocks, and a steal. He was pretty active and making his presence felt inside, Uh, although I do think Robin Lopez and Taj Gibson, they did a nice job of battling him, preventing Drummond from going off big, but this is what the Pistons need from Andre Drummond, is to play well enough in in some of these difficult matchups. I think 
Lopez and Gibson are a couple underrated players who do a nice job banging inside. But Drummond still made a pres- his presence felt. He found a way, and that's what he needs. The Pistons can't have win when he disappears. Um, but if he's out there, if he's competing, he's so good that he's going to make an impact. It was a little interesting what the Pistons did on the wing uh, between Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Marcus Morris. The Pistons really only had one player capable of guarding, Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade. They put Caldwell-Pope onto Wade, which left Marcus Morris on Butler, which created some problems. Butler had a, had a great game. He looks like an MVP candidate this year. Obviously, a lot of other players do. I'm not predicting Butler is going to win it. Uh, but he's not putting up the eye-popping numbers of somebody like uh, James Harden or Russell Westbrook. But his production, it, it's right a tier below in the range that you'd normally associate with an MVP candidate. So we'll see how that race shakes out. It was a real tough matchup for Morris. He hit some shots to, to keep it even, but the Pistons were basically asking him not to get killed. Well, he didn't get killed by enough, so I guess that's a win. Tobias Harris had a real nice game, uh, 22 points, 7 rebounds. The The Bulls really did not want to attack with against him. They a lot of times tried to get a switch where Marcus Morris was guarding Todd Gibson and then run things in the post through Gibson. So I think that says something about where Tobias Harris's defense is, that he's a player opponents are looking to avoid. We'll see uh, what the Hornets do with that with, with Marvin Williams. That's the matchup I'm looking forward to seeing. That's where the Pistons killed Charlotte last time. And then lastly, uh, Reggie Jackson is the other player I wanted to mention from the this game last night. Uh, not as good as his his debut. He shot just two for nine, but he did have seven assists, only two turnovers. Uh, pretty solid in only 18 minutes. He'll be up and down a little bit as he finds his way. He's definitely not going to be as good as he was in that first game. That's just asking too much, uh, but he did show that pick and roll lob chemistry with Andre Drummond that we're all used to seeing. It's a nice, comfortable play for the Pistons, and it's good for the Pistons to try and find some of this comfort zone Everybody was was stretched a little thin without Reggie Jackson there trying to do too much. This is the team I think we're going to to see going forward how they play uh, with this. Uh, so much still based on the Reggie Jackson drum and pick and roll. I think they're a little more equipped to handle everything else. Uh, you know, when when plays break down, when they want to run counters, I think they're better off in the long run now from this experience without Reggie Jackson. But it is nice to have this this comfort zone back. Will that extend against the Hornets tonight? We'll see. We'll be back tomorrow to recap that game and, and look ahead. You can follow Locked on Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Thanks for listening.